Welcome back to another Hexdevs podcast, the podcast that helps you take your developer career to the next level. I am your co-host, Stephanie. And I'm Thiago. And today, I am so happy to have not only a friend, but also a student of Get You Senior here. And I am so excited to talk more with Caroline Salibi because she is a talented Ruby software developer and she's also a great mentor. She has helped so many other people in the Ruby community and she is also passionate about code-mated tests and open source projects. She loves the feeling of fixing broken things and building software that will have value to others. Thank you so much for joining us today. Caroline, how is your day going? Pretty good so far. Weather's good. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for coming. It's always nice to talk to you. We often have some live stream events uh, on Saturdays and some coffee chats, and it's always nice to talk to Carol and some other students and just learn more about what they're doing, what they're struggling with, and just to get to know them and, and chat. So it's always that nice to connect. Yeah. So Carol, my just to get us started, what is something that you're working on or learning at the moment that you are super excited about? Well, I'm excited because I start to uh, do this C course and I, it was just like the first lesson, but I always wanted to learn C to like maybe in the future read some of the Ruby internals, but also like for gaming development. And I don't know, just to remember stuff that I learned in college and it was it's so long ago. <laughs> but also I've been working on my first jam and I'm excited about that because I never released, uh, published, I guess, a gem before. It's called Simple Blog. It's not ready yet. And I'm not mentioning because I want users, just because I used to have blogs using the Jackal tool. You guys know about it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I, I like that in Jackal, you can, you can like edit your markdown files on GitHub and just like push it and it's live. But sometimes I had some frustrations with Jacko because I would want to like think further about another sessions I would want for my blog, like a homepage or like a portfolio. And I will start thinking on how to do these things with Jacko and I'm too lazy to learn about <laughs> Jacko internals. I just wanted to use Rails, but I don't want to do a whole MVC project to have a blog. So yeah, I just built this kind of framework to edit markdown files and don't don't have to use the model part of the MVC in Rails. Yeah, and so I'm instructing this code to to this jam and yeah, it's not working in production. <laughs> so I have to yeah, I have to learn I, I don't know about Rails, how they do generators and stuff like that to to fix it, which is exciting. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. And I love those types of projects where you try to scratch your own itch and you try to solve your own problems. And so from what I'm, what I'm hearing, is this kind of Jacko inspired and you're using parts of Rails or is that something that sits on top of Jacko? How does that work? 
it's just it's, it's rails uh the jam just have like the code so you don't have to implement it yourself but basically you you have like a eml file with your posts and then like other markdown files with like the content of each post and you'll be able to like use tags so you can filter tags and add some code blocks mm -hmm. as well so like pretty much the things that i liked on jackal but i had to build by myself on rails and what is being the most challenging part for you so far is the part of working on it to become a published jam or is something else that i don't know surprised you i guess the challenging part is the part i am right now where like i finish all the work and i publish and then i realize it doesn't work because it it doesn't get my local files the way i thought it would so i have to figure that out like i know for sure that rails does something like that copy files like template files from the jam to the rails application It's supposed to be easy, so yeah, I haven't. It's been some some time since I touched the jam, but that's the thing I need to to fix, and it has been a little bit challenged because I have no idea how to do it. So. <laughs> and I guess you also have to work a little bit on the front end, right? So maybe some CSS in there, some other stuff that's involved. Yeah, so I, I used uh, my old Jekyll template as in, an inspiration. Mm -hmm. Uh, and also like some other people I admire that have like very simple blog websites. So I have like this template with this basic CSS that it's really, really basic, but like it, it's supposed to be easy to modify and customize because like if you have experience with Rails, you know how to do that already. Yeah, that makes sense. It, it's nice to start with something simple and iterate for our website. We decided to not use Jekyll and use Ugo. And now I'm at a point where I want to add more functionality, but I don't want to touch the team's code. And I would love to have Tailwind, but then there are some problems with the, the integration between Ugo and the new version of Tailwind. So now I'm like, should I do something myself or should I just copy or use a, a, a different team. So yeah, sometimes it's it's good to get started simple, but then eventually you're like, oh, maybe I should add more functionality and then it gets yeah. hard. <laughs> I, I want to be allowed to dream like and dream big with my blog, even though I, I probably won't change anything. <laughs> but then like it's real. So I, I feel like I'm free to do anything I want. Mm -hmm. But it's nice to know like you have the same pain like, that I had. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's very common. And then you mentioned that you're doing a course about C. What's the name of the course? I'm just curious. I don't know. It's a course in Portuguese. I don't remember the name, but it's on that Aluda platform. Mm -hmm. I have the I have their membership, so I just started just for fun. Is this something that you do at Shopify at all? Because we know that lots of people at Shopify We touch Ruby and Rails internals, and they also work with either C or a bit of Rust right now with the YGIT mm -hmm. thing going on. But is that really no. a good job? Or? <laughs> Not at all. Uh, actually, after I start Shopify, I, I stopped looking a lot of the Ruby and Ruby and Rails internals that I used to because I'm so focused on my 
little piece of the business that I need to to work on. But yeah, it's it, it's mostly Ruby on Rails and React. It has nothing nothing to do with internals and infrastructure. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Not yet. Maybe. Who yeah. knows? Maybe in the future. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's really cool that we are talking about different interests in in projects because that's the perfect segue to my next question when i have to say that i was a bit surprised when you joined us at get you senior because i was like what caroline is already a super badass senior developer in my my opinion i wish um and one of the things that you said and i was really curious about is you said that you have well you do have many years of experience and but you said it's spread experience and i felt like that was um a bit of a challenging thing for you so maybe you could explain it a little bit more what you meant and what is the the challenge why is it so challenging for you or was it yeah like i have 10 years of experience now uh but like the four the first four years i was working with dotnet and automation and then i decided to migrate to web development which was kind of starting from scratch so i was working with php at that time and two years later i realized i wanted to learn ruby so three years later actually i realized that i wanted to learn ruby on rails so i had to change jobs I ended up moving cities too. I think there wasn't like it wasn't a mental challenge there. Like I went to a place that a mental place that I didn't like. I was feeling very confident, like one of the best in the company I was working on. And then I migrated this new company to start with Ruby, and I was awful. <laughs> so it was it was kind of a hard uh, period of time in my career, and I feel like that slowed me down a little bit. So it's a little bit of like changing technology so many times, but also like this new experience, like going from the top to the bottom, uh, maybe top and bottom is not like the right way to say it, but I, I went to this place. I, 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 I wasn't proud of myself. And the last year, like since I heard of WNB.RB and like starting therapy and <laughs> And like a lot of things happened and then I started this course. I feel like all of those things together it started to put me on this place where I'm confident, where like I'm proud of what I'm doing and I'm doing stuff in and outside of work that I'm happy. And yeah, I'm starting to get this confidence back. And I feel like I feel it was difficult. It was a challenge doing all this stuff, all these different technologies. But 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 now I'm I'm back on my feet. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's good yeah. to hear. <laughs> yeah, happy for you. Yeah, and I just want to say that I get a lot the feeling of oh, I'm gonna start again from from zero. But I think that feeling of starting again, it's not realistic because it's not true even though you're starting something new it's not entirely new you have lots of experience with other things that will help you navigate this new challenge and i think 
it's it's a transformational period because you you know you were comfortable where you were but you yeah. wanted something more and the more you go after these challenging things the more you will feel like oh why do i do this with myself why can't i just be happy <laughs> when i am yeah but this is just you know it's a, it's a good thing to have actually and i wish change and being brave was something that was more celebrated uh, especially in our community you know there are so many things that we we can learn and we can do so why limit yourself especially if you're not happy and honestly i don't think that feeling of oh okay i got it 100 never goes away as no, long yeah. as you <laughs> As long as you keep doing challenging things, it never goes away. And But I, I do want to yeah. say though, like I, I don't regret, regret any of my yeah. decisions. And I do think people need to change jobs and move cities mm -hmm. if they think they it will be good for their careers. You just you need to be prepared to being humble, humble, and get, getting help, asking questions, and being uncomfortable with uncomfortable with what you you're gonna learn. Yeah. Yeah absolutely that i think the part of finding people who at least understand why you you are driven to change and seek new challenges is really important and asking for help and finding your people and getting your your support is is crucial i think um that's a really important thing to keep you going otherwise it's really hard because i mean it's possible but i think it's really really hard and eventually you get tired i guess that's why we yeah. are so so keen in um identifying the people that you really look up for and seeing oh what is it about them that i really like in looking for people who can help you navigate this journey So yeah, that's that's really cool, and I'm I'm so happy for you because you are here talking with us, and I know that you are scared of doing this. So that's oh, one yeah, more thing much. to, <laughs> yeah. that's one more thing yeah. to, yeah, that's one more thing to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do that after the podcast recording is over. <laughs> What you said about, oh, I started out with C-sharp.net, right? .net, and then I changed and did something different. I did the same thing in my career. So I started out with .net as well, and then I eventually I changed to Ruby. And then eventually I did some Go as well and did some Elixir. So it's part of the job, I guess, of changing and doing things differently and i think that people that are very driven very motivated it's natural for them to you know when you become proficient and things get easy you just say oh let me just start from scratch again and do something hard because eventually it's not hard anymore and so you want to do something different it gets kind of boring but you also have to understand at least for me so i'm talking about myself now I had to understand that one of the aspects of being driven is also because I was very hard on myself sometimes. And so I want to always keep getting better and better and better. 
So this motivated me and got me to do different things, harder things, that kind of stuff. But also I was so hard on myself all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And so by being hard on myself, I was driving myself to success, I guess. But at the same time, I would not feel confident. I would not feel good about what I was doing. And so the other aspect that I've learned of that is that you have to kind of learn to work with yourself a little bit mm -hmm. and not be too hard because yeah. that's what Stephanie said, this idea of starting again, right? So you're starting with something new and you just got to be okay with sucking and being terrible <laughs> for yeah. a while. And then I guess it gets, it gets even easier to just start again and then yeah. you're not so hard on yourself and then it just gets easier to yeah. continue. Because eventually you will remember, oh, okay, this is like a different scenario, but I have done this before. So, and everything was okay. I'm going to be okay this time as well. But that's why we go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it is, it is challenging. I also... I had to go through some really deep work because like my therapist said, Stephanie, you know, you're going to have a hard time because you are a slave driver to yourself, to myself. Yeah. And I was like, yes, yes, you're right. Thank you for that. And that <laughs> helped me change things. And now I'm like, okay, so instead of just thinking of results and you know, being so goal-driven, I'm now doing the opposite of it. I know where I want to get, but I, what matters to me is how kind I'm being to myself and how good it feels. And am I doing this because I want to do or because I feel like I should be doing? So, yeah, it's, it's interesting how um, we uncover some of this deep yeah. <laughs> stuff, huh? <laughs> Yeah, like being kind to yourself, like learning how you can be the best without like we, we are we are so hard on your on ourselves like for when we shouldn't and it took me way too long to realize that and sometimes like I, I, I struggle with that. I think most people do, but but you need to learn how to like how to be kind to yourself and how to your and respect your limits and and do not be like a workaholic. I used to to be workaholic and I, now I, I'm against it. Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard. Like, thank God therapy these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really good. And I think it's a, an investment in, in yourself. Another interesting thing that I've learned is that those things, you know, being kind, being kind to yourself, being less of a slave driver, I guess, and you know, just treating yourself in a good way. This is a skill. Yeah. This is a skill like any other. And you can learn that skill and you can practice it and you get better. And so it, it's kind of surprising. Sometimes you think, oh, I'm not good with that. I'm not very kind to myself. I'm not very empathetic to myself or to others even. But it's just a skill. You can always mm -hmm. tweak your, your mind, I guess, and <laughs> change yeah. how you see others how, how you see yourself so it's just practice and you got to be open to that mm -hmm. it's one of the things i like about the course because there are so many different people that went to the place that i want to go like but with different ways different mm -hmm. journeys totally different journeys 
and like you can find the little things that you know if it's your way to work the little mm -hmm. things that you make you more productive and efficient and yeah it, it is a skill and and you can't like do the same steps that other people mm -hmm. did it's a mix of things that will will be you mm -hmm. if you try to beat someone else it's not you so yeah you just need to find the, the little things that yeah thank, thank you so much for bringing that up because one of my concerns was i i really wanted to share that like listen um and these were just 10 people that we interviewed right um but you can see some patterns there but one of my concerns was i don't want anyone to be comparing themselves because that's what i used to do a lot and when you compare yourself it's you know it's a rabbit hole and you're you not yeah you lose <laughs> Whenever you compare yourself to anyone that is not your past self, you're going to lose. That's a, a losing game. And I'm really happy that you were able to capture that because that was one of, at least my main concern, because I was like, hmm, I think we got to prepare people, you know, uh, for that. Don't compare yourselves because everyone has their own journey, but you get to witness some of that and identify what is valuable to you. And since we're talking about the interviews, one of the things that I really wanted to ask you about Get to Senior is what was something that really surprised you? Yeah, what was something that you you started the you started Get to Senior expecting something and you ended with a totally different idea? <laughs> Uh, I think for me, it was uh, like right on the beginning, there was this exercise to get feedback from the manager about like there were there were some pretty words, but like what, basically what it's missing for me to get to senior. And I just started in the, the company, so I didn't want to ask that quite yet, because if they didn't hire me to senior, like, I don't know, there must be like a huge uh, gap. but. I don't know, I didn't want to ask like so in the beginning, but the way the course would give me tips, like the tips that were in the course about how to ask that in a way that will sound like what you want to sound, right? You're curious, you just want to know how to get there because you want to improve yourself, not because you are, you are asking for a promotion. And so I did that and I was quite surprised because I, had a huge list of the technical things I need, needed to learn for this new position. And turns out none of them was like what was missing in me. Like I, I just need to do like some leadership work, in, work and do more mentoring. And a lot, of, a lot of stuff that I only get with time now because it's a new company and just started. And, but now I know what to do and I don't know what to focus on and that was that was really surprised like I, I don't need to spend hours uh, studying programming i need to like just take more actions inside of work and which is actually easy like easily than making a bunch of courses and reading a bunch of books mm -hmm. yeah that's that's amazing um and i think you know it's not it's not obvious and it's it's really easy to keep kind of trapped 
in that technical improvement loop because you oh, don't yeah. know you don't know what else to do right there's always something else and, yeah there's always, always there's yeah. always something else and i mean let's be clear we're not saying you don't need to practice for your tech course, skill yeah. <laughs> um but there's a point where that's that's it like you can keep improving but and you can change jobs but you will feel like you are at the same place. And that's okay if you're okay with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're not, it's not another technical book, of course, or whatever, that is going to help you figure out what is next. And I'm, I'm really curious to, to hear more about your experience talking with your managers in the past. Because at least for us, that was also something that we didn't do um and or sometimes you do it but yeah. you you do it in a way that's not really useful mm -hmm. so you just go there to talk with your manager thinking that oh i just i just need to talk about what i'm doing this mm -hmm. person just wants to hear if the project is going well or not so mm -hmm. you wouldn't think about it as a opportunity to get feedback and get mentorship as well your manager is also there to help you right mm -hmm. so you can improve yeah i always uh, ask for feedback and the feedback was always good so which means i wasn't asking for the right feedback i wasn't being specific so that was that was different in this last time because i was specific i wanted to know like what was missing like am, am i not there yet so. mm -hmm. yeah yeah because that's the thing about feedback if you ask hey how am i doing at my job and the person says, oh you're doing great just keep doing what you're doing and you just you're just gonna keep your job right so you're not gonna be fired but Which is we, great. yeah you're just doing it right so you don't need to do anything crazy just keep doing it but if you ask it ask this person in a way that is more specific and you say oh i'm here now and i want to get to senior what am I missing? What is the gap? This person will tell you because mm -hmm. you're asking some, for something specific. And another thing that maybe can surprise developers is that being an intermediate developer or just a software developer can be, how can I phrase that? So being an intermediate can be not a dead end, but it can stay as an intermediate forever, depending on the company. There's not necessarily a need to become a senior. So some companies will, will keep you happily as an intermediate forever. As long as you're building the features right, you're doing the correct things, they will just keep you there. But if you want to be a senior, you need a couple of more skills. And one of those skills is leadership and a little bit of business skills as well. And this is surprising to many people. Not a lot of people understand that because if you look at other professions, if you're a very senior engineer, a very senior financial person, naturally you're gonna have to lead people and help them and mentor. But we as developers sometimes kind of run away from that. We just wanted to focus on the technical stuff. And then it's very easy to just double down on that thinking, oh, I'm getting praised by my technical skills. They say, oh, you're so technical, Tiago. You're doing things well. You're delivering the features. So it's very easy for you to just keep doubling down on that. But 
maybe it's not gonna it's not gonna help you make the transition mm -hmm. so that's the thing that we we've learned in the past and we teach our students to start seeing that it's not just the technical skills but mm -hmm. also the leadership and the business skills and communication as well which is very mm -hmm. important for senior developer yeah yeah i guess that's why sometimes you see some senior developers that are not as experts as you would think they would be but they are like great leads mm -hmm. and but it is it, so easy for one to think that oh that folk it's a senior because it's a genius <laughs> and and then i have to focus on code and doing more programming courses and reading more books because I'm gonna I'm gonna be a genius like that folk and then mm -hmm. I'm gonna become a senior. It's so easy to think like that. And yeah. forget about like all the other things that that senior person yeah also do. Exactly. And it's easy to get frustrated as well because mm -hmm. again you can like compare yourself and think but why is that person there and I'm not? and and but you can't see these non non-obvious skills and you just get more frustrated and then what happens usually is uh, i will change jobs or whatever sometimes yeah that's that's the 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 better option for you but sometimes most of the times it's not and there is also another thing that i see happening a lot and i hope that is not what is happening with you, but let me know if, if it is. Uh, but some people, if you're not a senior, it's really hard for you to speak up at the the meetings, especially at, I don't know, we're designing this new future, this new integration, whatever, and you have done something in the past or you have studied that, but you don't feel confident in speaking up um, because you don't have the title. And I think that is a that's such a detrimental thing to happen for everyone involved. Have you uh, experienced any of that? How has it been for you to share your expertise, uh, even though you know you 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 are there? And in my conception, you are a senior developer. I look up for you, but have you experienced any of that in the past? Actually, yes, like it was a big change that happened in the last couple of months, probably because of the course as well. But I, and, and because I started in a new job and I think it's easier like to say you don't know something when you are like starting than when you are already like for a long run in another company. But in the last couple of months, I just said, fuck it. Like, I don't know and I'm gonna try it anyway. Like if someone makes a question and I don't know the answer, I'm I'm gonna answer anyway. Uh, because many, many times I thought I didn't know the answer because I wasn't a hundred percent sure. And then like the senior or the staff developer would go there and would like answer my answer and I would be pissed at myself. So I stopped doing that and I'm just embracing the fact that I don't know sometimes and I'm wrong because I get to learn with it. And at least like, I feel like I'm being empathetic to the other person because at least they don't know together. And the one thing, like, I, I wish people would don't know together with me when I don't know, you know, <laughs> that was so confusing. <laughs> you got, you got it. 
I love that. Maybe we can have a session on let's not know to you. <laughs> I I like that. I like that. Yeah. That's you, that's you know that the friends <laughs> quote. They don't know that we know, they know we know. <laughs> it's a famous <laughs> friends quote. It should be oh. a dev t shirt. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They don't know we know. They don't know we know, they know we know. <laughs> yeah. So in our case maybe it would be they know we don't know. They know <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> oh my god. No, nobody knows we don't yeah. know, nobody including knows. us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows anything to be honest. Something okay, like that. that goes to the list of uh, t-shirts Hexas should start making. Yeah. Yeah, let's start. I would a, totally buy it. Start a Shopify, Shopify store. store. <laughs> so, yeah. Why not? Um, yeah. No, that's that's amazing, Carol. And oh my god, I wish I don't I don't know. So I felt like my past me would love to have heard that someone saying that because i also experienced that a lot and you know instead of just not giving it a shot it's way better to just say hey i am not 100 sure about this but i think or i have seen or i have done this way or something like that and i think that people even appreciate when you come from this personal experience because you're not just telling them what to do you're saying this is what has worked for me this is what hasn't and i think we we miss out a lot when we don't give give it a shot right so yeah yeah i'm so happy you i don't know if you realize how how badass you sounded when you sounded <laughs> when you started but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think in the past it was hard for me to move on from a mistake and mm -hmm. it's something I've been working on. Yeah. Yeah. That's we are all a, a work in progress and I think oh, yeah. the the most important is recognizing, right? The mm -hmm. oh, okay, now I want to get better at this. The the good thing is the more you excavate, the more you find as well. <laughs> But really, it's a, a great exploration. Yeah, the thing you said about not being able to move on after mm -hmm. making a mistake. This is very, I, I'm not relatable. sure if it's common, but it's very relatable because that happened to me a lot. So sometimes I, I think about things I did wrong when I was six years old or eight years old, like things like that, because I don't know if this is related or not, but I think one of the reasons for me, not talk about anyone else, but one of the reasons for me is that I was praised when I was young for being smart or doing the right things at school. And then when you grow up, you just expect that you continue. So whenever like I'm at school, I'm doing well, I got an A on a test. And then my mom would say, oh, you're so smart. You're so intelligent. That's good. Keep doing that. But then if you do something wrong, then you're <laughs> then you're stupid, then you're an imposter yeah. and your your parents won't love you anymore and things like that. So <laughs> at least for me. <laughs> so I had I, to work on that, right? <laughs> it is very relatable. Like we definitely don't learn how to embrace our mistakes. Yeah. I hope I really hope we are sharing all of these experiences and someone is like oh okay so it's okay to to feel that way because it is it really is and the more 
we get curious about it, the better and the, the further we go. So Carol, my, my next question about Get to Senior is what is something that you were doing or you're not doing that and you stopped doing that because you have learned other strategies now with, with Get to Senior and that you still see people doing a lot. Is there something that rings a bell for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> rings a bunch of bells. <laughs> But I guess just because like lately I've been having conversation with friends about this, but mm -hmm. like it's a technical focus again, like focus, focusing on, on courses and because we are so pragmatic, it's so easy to have like a, an actionable list of uh, books and courses to, to complete. Mm -hmm. But like what people don't do is uh, start a pair programming with someone you don't know about something you also have no idea because you can figure it out together, like learn about business, what else, uh, like make connections with people from your team and outside of your team as well, because all of those connections are good. Oh, and take, taking actions, like a lot of people like complaining about, you know, old documentations or like a tool that doesn't work properly. Like you can, you have two choices there. You can be that person complaining or you can be the person that who fixes it. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like yeah, we focus too much on finishing courses and, and blocks and, and less about like the I want to say soft skills, but I hate that word. Mm -hmm. Me too. <laughs> but I don't know what to say instead. I just call it professional skills. Okay, professional skills. That is yeah, but maybe there is a better term. But I also hate soft skills. I'm yeah. like, what? You clearly haven't done any therapy or anything like that. This is not yeah. soft work. Yeah. We had the same conversation on Saturday with someone else. Yeah. Right? And we were talking about that. And they said, yeah, soft skills. You're talking about soft skills. And we're like, no, it's not soft at all. It's very, it's very hard as well. So. It is the right word for it, the right term for it. It's just, it's not... It sounds like it is a tough thing in, yeah. in reality. Like it's, those are really hard things to, really mm -hmm. hard skills to, to Yeah, learn. yeah. They are the hardest because they, you can, you can like make a to-do list of like those skills, like you can do with courses and books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can only improve with actions and with experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I love hearing that because this is something that we wanted to communicate to people, which is not just the books and the hard skills and all the technical courses, but also communication, you know, connecting with your peers and networking and things like that. And yeah, it is hard for a developer to be doing that. But if you think about it, you're probably one of the few developers that do that. And so it's very easy to get a little better and you're just gonna stand out immediately. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it can be a little hard, but at the same time, if you just practice a little bit, if you just start doing it, you get results immediately. So Carol, uh, after sharing all of those learnings and the things you're trying out and, and the skills you've learned after doing the course, what is one thing that you've been doing or practicing like maybe can you say something you did this week that was different and helped you 
Oh, this week, but it's Monday. <laughs> oh, oh yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the past few few weeks. <laughs> I, I don't know how much I can talk about work, but mm -hmm. I, I did volunteer to do some things I wouldn't do, like, in the past, because it involves a lot of responsibilities and ownership, mm -hmm. and I would be scared of getting those, like, with so many other senior and expert developers around me. But now I see them as resource and I know they, I mean, it depends on your environment. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to be in an environment, working in an environment where I know like people are glad to help and I, I assume they, they want to help me, but yeah, so that, 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 that makes it, makes it easier because in the past I have worked in companies where I didn't felt that and it was super, super hard to, to take ownership and things. Mm -hmm. Well, congrats on doing that. We know it's hard, but we're so we're, proud. We're so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's really hard to to express all the the feelings that at least I get when when you talk about it and how you see things differently, how you you do things differently, and honestly you you already had all that you needed i think you just needed a little big push and i'm really happy that you said yes to to the program and because you did all the work you did all the work and i think that you i hope you are celebrating all of this and taking time to reflect on all of that because it's it was a lot of work and i'm really really proud of you and Ah, so, so proud of you. So happy for you. I'm really, really happy for you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for me too. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, wish, I wish I had this course when I was starting. Like, I keep thinking how much things will be different. Mm -hmm. uh, but even though, like, after 10 years of experience, uh, like, making this course makes me, it made me remember of a bunch of things I, I was forgetting mm -hmm. and I wasn't doing anymore because I was you know, not unmotivated and yeah it just it came in the right time and I'm really happy to, with the results <laughs> now just waiting for my promotion letter <laughs> we can't wait to see what you accomplish and I'm sure the letter will come soon and yeah. if it doesn't let us know because yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can do something about it <laughs> Yeah. Well, with that, Carol, thank you so much for sharing your your expertise here with us, your your experience. I really I can see that you are feeling so much more I don't even know if it is confident. You just you badass. know you, yeah, you are a badass <laughs> developer for me to me right now. You always were, but it's great to see you doing it you know progressing. and progressing even more and if anyone that is listening to to this episode is thinking about joining get you senior or you know if you have experienced any of these situations that we shared here today we just opened the doors for the next cohort so if you want more support and accountability the registrations for the cohort are open so we will meet on Saturdays during June and July. And 
the materials for Get to Senior, the self-paced course is always available, but if you want extra support and accountability, check out hexdevs.com slash senior for more details. And hopefully you will get to feel as happy and confident as Carol is feeling. Yeah. <laughs> or pretending. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think you can fake that. No. <laughs> yeah, we're going to leave the link in the show notes. And yeah, it was so great to talk to you, Carol. And so great to see you progressing. It's just, that's what we wanted to do. You know, we want to see people going out there, kicking ass, being great developers, helping the community, helping their teams, you know, making a bunch of money. That's why we started all of it. So yeah, so great to see you kicking ass. <laughs> thank you. It was great. Uh, and thank you for opening the door for my first podcast recording ever. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. so I want you. I want you to know. Was it that bad? Scary. <laughs> A little bit, but <laughs> at least, like, I'm grateful. It is with friends, and like talking with friends, it, it, it's easier. Like, it could be hard for me to, though. <laughs> it's easier than talking to strangers. Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, I hope this is just the first one because you did great as yeah. always and i think you have a lot of expertise to share so yeah i hope this was just the beginning and thank you thank you so much carol i'm really happy for you and have a great rest of your week Thanks. thank you Bye. Bye.